Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Previously on Dungeons and Dragons. Thea, Bort, Grancis, and Night Hunter, you exit out into this long hallway that you entered in with Varnox. And there are demons rushing out and crashing out behind you. And it's like this wave that rolls up the wall and continues to follow you. Varnox, you see a large hand reaching down towards you and grabbing hold of you. And as well, the other hand grabs hold of Lip Sinky. I see where you lost your way. Having heard what is in store for the world sickened me. I think Lip Sinky's had enough of this nonsense. Because it's some real nonsense when your only friend in the world's arm gets eaten by the one you used to serve. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really... Most people don't get to say that. Banishment goes on both of you. There's this pop and these lights get pulled into that pop and it explodes like this, this shockwave out that blasts Orcus on his ass. You turn and you look and Varanox is face down in the dirt. But- Varnox, what's wrong? What's wrong? Anybody see where they took Varnox and Lipsinky? Nope, got swept out by uh, all that lovely stuff. Oh, fuck. Where are we? Looks like we're like right above the main tower. Your footsteps echo down this corridor and you hear off into the left you hear this moan come from somewhere and you hear this cracking of bone off into the side and then brings you to these stairs which go down this deep dark stairwell and at the bottom you see this one single light Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. I'm your dungeon master, Russ Moore. He, him. Also with me today is Tom Laird. Yeah, that's me. He, him. Uh, and I am playing Flint. He, him. And Amy Moore. Yes. She, <laughs> she her. And I will be playing uh, Guile Nighthunter, Oglakanu, she, they, and also Thea Amastasia. She, her. And Tom, are you really Flint? Can you even say that? Anymore? I know. I yeah, feel like, like it's a bit misleading. That is what my character sheet says, so that's okay. what I say. <laughs> All right. All right. So we got to go in and change Tom's character sheet so that the cast <laughs> is right. Uh, Carla Max dead. She, her, playing lip synky Pip Diggins. Also, she, her. And Kyle, classic, regular cast member. That's right. That's me. I'm a he, him, and I'm playing Varanox the One-Armed, also he, him. It was an interesting title for Varanox before this all happened, but now it all makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense the now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I dropped it a long time ago, and Russ mm-hmm. was like, maybe. Yeah, we'll see. We'll get there. <laughs> what is this, Star Wars? Come on now. Right. Yeah. Now everybody's going to go back and listen through. He's like, did he say it? Did yeah. he say it? See, that ticks up You'll those I believe it. It's good. I believe yeah. anything. Now, Russ, you need to go back in. Edit Shangalar making some joke about him only having one arm 
And then boom, it's all <laughs> tying damn. together. We could probably right. we could probably do it. It's possible. Oh God, we're going yeah. back and changing or... the past. Don't you know that this is a really <laughs> bad thing to do? Have you not seen any movies? I don't have enough time to do this. Somebody else has it's to do true. it. Yeah, it's all yeah. good. You know what? When you are a patron. Uh, good segue. Wow. <laughs> Which is definitely what we were just right. talking about. Uh, Did you know you could become one. a patron? Yeah. Did you know how many things we have over on Patreon? Like how active we are on Patreon? How many episodes we release every single month? So many fucking episodes. On Patreon. Well, it's a lot. At, you know, every, Unreasonable. For actually. every episode we release, there's a guaranteed one more downtime over there. Plus, it's true. The bonus, the bonus show. There's at least one of those. Yep. And then we hang out, and we we talk to you in Discord. Get to see our silly and faces and like do book producer club. chats, do producer chats, book club, I'm, I'm, game time. I hope I can be there. I see it. I always see like cool food and like good plants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and cute yep. Pets, all kinds of stuff in the yep. Discord. Yeah. yeah. There are so many things happening over on our Discord, and you can join us. At patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. And when you are a patron, you get an episode dedicated to you. Like today's patron, Matthew Miller. Thank you, Matthew. Thank you, Matthew. As I feel like we've been saying at the beginning of every episode for like a year, hope this isn't the one where we all die. Yeah. (laughs) But if it is, Matthew, it was so wonderful for you to be here. Thank you. Yeah. For this momentous occasion. Patron. Nope. You go. Also, you'll know when he's going to kill us off because he won't dedicate an episode to a patron. <laughs> huge tell. Listen, folks. Uh, see, wow. I'm always. See, no, no, I'll just take it out and post. You'll never know. Yeah. That's uh, right. That's <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> Patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. We hope to see you over there. And now, fuck it. Let's play. Echoing sounds of footsteps move down a narrow set of stairs. It's dark around you, magically dark. You can't see the hand in front of your face. There's the sound of dripping, which what could be water, but you know better. You can hear the sounds of the people in front of you. For those of you in the lead, the echoing sounds of your crew behind you and the moaning undead coming from up above where you left them at the barred gate to this room of the crypt as you descend down towards the abyssal jail. You go to take a step as you've been traveling down these stairs for quite some time. And the step isn't there. You begin to fall. Wind rushing past you. This icker smell engulfing you in what feels like this humid cloud. Ugh, humid cloud. Oh. Disgusting. <laughs> 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 No, no, human. So much better. Yeah. And we cut to the forest. Varnox and Lipsinki are picking themselves up, having just teleported out of Orcus's stronghold. Varnox, you collapsed. 
a rush of energy coursed through your body, and you lay there groggily on the grass as your eyes slowly begin to open and you see Lipsinki above you. Varnox, what's wrong? What's wrong? Varnox, you you feel where your arm was in there at this moment, having absorbed the energy of two of these essence of gods. The wound is healed over and you have this rejuvenation about you. You have gained 200 temporary hit points. Yes. And from the Black Skull, the ability to cast Blight at ninth level, and from mm. the White Skull, the ability to cast Moonbeam at ninth level. Both great. You look around you. Thank you. And you're welcome. Don't <laughs> thank him. You did that. You did that. You did that. Thank you, Kyle. It's true. Thank me. You look around you and... The forest before you is lush and green. The clearing that you're in is padded down as if there have been, as if it is well-traveled. Sounds of birds and crickets off in the distance are echoing through. Again, lip-syncing, like I said. Allegiance sworn. Friendship sworn. But please, lead the way. Yeah, I thought we could... Okay, I feel like we have two options. I mean, let's let's head into town, regardless, and uh, I could use, like, uh, a nap or some mm-hmm. food or both, or um, I'd like to maybe, like, deal with that situation a little bit, too, referring to your, you know, stump. Right, right. Um, And then, I mean... I know we can agree that Orcus totally sucks, right? Like, same page. Absolutely, yeah. But, I mean, we have come back in time. So, I mean, just maybe when you see Little Leaf, you might just consider maybe we could just, like, stay here? And, and like, nah. Just think about it. Just think about it. Is this... Is... That's something, do you think that we wouldn't have to worry about the future that we created in your timeline? We, we, you don't think we'd have to worry about that? Oh, no, we definitely have to worry about that. Um, l- Like, 100%. But, like, I feel like we left uh, really, we were in it, the thick of it. Mm-hmm. And now we could just... Like, kind of chill for a bit. What of the others? Yeah. Okay, I mean, just think about it, though. Yeah, 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 okay. Um, I'll I'll give you my opinion once I come to one. Uh, okay, perfect. I mean, maybe let's just put a pin in it for a little bit. Go into Little Leaf. I mean, yeah, get ourselves kind of taken care of, and then decide when we're not emotional. Fair cop. All right. I look forward to seeing your hometown. Me too. It's been a while since I've been here. Throughout this, you begin to walk off. Uh, what does Lipsinki remember Little Leaf being like? 
it's just very quaint. Like, it is just a nice little village with a little sort of, um, you know, everybody knows each other. Everything is, like, quite well-maintained and nice, and people take a lot of pride in their community. It's a bit of a little, it's it's sort of a shire. Right. If you will. Like, green and nice and, um, yeah, just a really solid community. Follow this path, and as you as you are traveling, things become uh, more familiar to you. You begin to recognize carvings of trees to mark the locations along the way. You see signs of inhabitants in the area, subtle signs, like uh, only things that you would notice. The different. Um, bent or curved plant life that you know you you would set up as um, messages or notes, uh, ways of communicating to people who are coming, or ways of communicating to those in your village who are coming and going. Um, and the closer you get to town, when you would expect to start to see people, it begins to change. It begins to look not quite as vibrant as where you came from. There's a stream that that kind of runs down and away from the direction you're walking and what you remember to be a crystal clear stream now is is like very low and there's this sludge to it. Like it's it's been stagnant and stale for for quite some time even though you know that in this time Lipsinki hasn't been gone for all that long with several months to maybe a year you've been traveling before we found Lipsinki in Blackpool and you come to this archway in this path and the path is not, as far as Varanox is concerned, the path is not obvious. You're following Lipsinki, and it beca- it starts to twist and wind. Um, and even at a point, you feel like you are no longer walking in any direction towards any civilization until Lipsinki leads you through this grove and into this hilled region. And it spreads wide in the middle of this forest. It's surrounded by an entire grove of trees that are all drooping in now. There's a browning and graying to the leaves on them. And you see up ahead, there's a couple people, a couple gnomes, moving slowly through the middle of town. There's a few that are, are hitting out mats in the street. It's not the vibrant, bustling community that you once knew it was. You catch their eye. Who is it that you see? You recognize them immediately. They are uh, an, maybe not an official in town, but someone relatively high up. Um, I think I see uh, the teacher from the school. So someone that, yeah, everyone in town 
knows because we all went to the same school. So she's sort of an authority figure, even if not officially, but right. still even as an adult, it's like, there she is. <laughs> you see Johanna Rabble Bible. It was an all girls Christian school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Could have been Ripple Depple, but I went with Rabble Bible. Look, that's what happens. And, I was looking uh, at Whistle Diggles, which okay. I thought was also. <laughs> well, well, maybe we'll meet Whistle Diggles. <laughs> uh, you see Johanna Rabble Bible, and she is, she's, she's one of the people pushing this cart, and this cart is overflowing with, with what looks like dead, decaying plant material. She sees you come through the arch and down towards the town, and she not, you're not close enough quite to hear her, what she's saying, but she knocks the person to her side, and she lights up, and they, the two of them stop what they're doing, and they run towards you. It's a, a bit of an awkward distance to be running towards you, because you're still quite a ways out. Um, mm -hmm. I assume that you also run, but I... I, I, I will run, although... I feel like the lip syncy that's running is the one that has traveled back in time. If it was current timeline lip syncy who had only been gone for like, they didn't really have this relationship, but she's been gone. Like she's delighted. So lip syncy absolutely is like, oh my goodness, like so happy and, and running uh, best she can. She's feeling a little rough. Uh, the, the, the camera zooms out and we slowly see these two people running towards each other. Uh, Varnock slowly trailing behind uh, until finally you meet and uh, and Johanna, even though you didn't necessarily have this relationship, embraces you in this huge hug and pulls you back and looks at you and says, "It's so lovely to see you. You you look like you've been through so much. You haven't been gone that long. Are you okay? Oh, it's so it's so it's so nice to see you too. Um, hmm." Yes, I'm okay. Um, I it's complicated. Uh, th that's the short version. Um, what? How are you? Things around here seem different than I remember. She looks over your shoulder to Varnox and says, "Is is he? Is he, are they with you?" Oh, this is my very best friend in the whole oh. wide world, Varnox. Hello? Uh, uh, Hello? Varnox, this is my teacher, uh, uh, Ms. Rabble Bible. Ah. Ms. Rabble Bible, nice to meet you. You uh, educated quite a pupil, from what I know. Oh, thank thank you. Thank you. Uh, mm. Yes, yeah, yes. Come come in. Uh, uh, we'll, uh, let's talk. And she leads you down into the village and to the schoolhouse. And we cut back to the echoing sound of wind rushing past you. Yes. I have a question. So, fuck time. So, <laughs> right? So this lip synky, the one that Carl is currently playing, um, mm -hmm. is the lip synky from the future, right? Mm -hmm. So wouldn't she look 10 years older? 
Like hundred yeah, percent. Like, I didn't like, want to say you look tired, living. but like, <laughs> oh yeah, Ooh, you look tired. Yeah, yeah. It's it's been it's been. You look, uh, are you okay? Been doing hard living. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you've been yeah. sleeping during. Yeah, yeah. You look, some night yeah. cream. Yo- <laughs> Johanna has some class and is like, you are you okay? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Also, you know, with the ribobabel, she cried more. That's <laughs> <laughs> all I uh, so the mayor in your town <laughs> is Billy Idol. Okay. <laughs> oh man. Uh, I can't not now sing uh, Rebel Yell. It's just Rabble Bible. I like it. Sorry, as you were, the wind whipping past us. <laughs> the, uh, humid, the humid cloud, the humid. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's happening. Gross. You expect to land with a thud, and you begin to. You feel your body touch ground, but begin to slide. And you're moving through this spiral slide, moving down, and it's getting wetter the longer you go. And the texture begins to pick up. Like there's this gravelly feeling. Until you begin to feel it pull back. And you hear this loud growl behind you. Everybody make a dexterity saving throw at disadvantage. Okay. It's <laughs> a good start. <laughs> okay, Night Hunter rolled a five. And then a one. Just when I thought it couldn't get any worse. Um, oh, but she's got a plus four, so that's five. Guacamole. Ooh, no. Roll a six. And a 12, so a six. And Thea. Wow, my rolls are really shitty today. I Oh, I just rolled a nat 20. Yeah, don't, don't worry about that. And a 17. Thea's, Thea is not a stranger to the slip and slide, let's just say. Fair. Uh, sorry, Tom for Bort. 15. Grancis, Night Hunter, and Guacamole, you feel this rush of wind tear past you as these clamping jaws close down around you. You find yourselves inside the mouth of some huge beast. Thea and Bort, this this slide that you're moving down whips out from underneath you and you find yourselves hurtling through this space and you land down hard on the ground. And you're going to take uh, 17 bludgeoning damage as you, you try and come to some light around you You don't know where it's coming from exactly, but it begins to illuminate the space. You see these huge feet before you. You look up and up and up, and before you is a a flesh-rotten Tarrasque. What do you want to deal with first, inside the mouth or outside the mouth? inside the mouth because it's mostly me and Grancis, right? It's Night Hunter and it's <laughs> Night Hunter, Guacamole, guacamole and Grancis. 
Ah, the dream team. What a what a crew. <laughs> Guile, guacamole, and Grances. Finally, it's the G team. Finally, it's the G team. The G yeah, team. <laughs> oh shit. This is not good. No, this is not good. All right, I'm gonna blast it. Oh. Ready? Cover your ears. Yes, all right. Hold on to your butts. He lets forth this lightning blast inside the mouth of this creature, and from outside, Bork and Thea, you see these lightning crackle through its giant teeth, illuminating what looks like this caved-in skull as it screeches this hideous guttural screech as you as you can now see this lightning extending down its throat and like its throat is completely torn out and its mouth opens wide and spits Grancis, Night Hunter and Guacamole out and down towards you. You all fall. Guacamole flaps her wings. Guacamole flaps her wings. They're covered, but she still manages. I'm sure she can uh, you're going soften to, her fall. That's right. You're going to take 12 bludgeoning damage as you hit the ground beside everybody. As it's rearing back and scratching at the ground around itself, what do you do? You look around and there are hallways everywhere. It is... Like nothing that you, specifically your characters, have ever seen. Whoa, Grancis, that was awesome. Old man, his moves. Yeah, I know. Learned that one down in the abyss here. That's that's Leonard. He's the Tarasque who guards this place. He doesn't let anybody in or out through the front gate. Uh, so we're lucky to have made it this far. Well, that is fantastic. Thea, you always say Grancis, oh, he's useless, uh, cannot do anything. His, uh, what did you say about pancakes? Something about his pancakes. Nothing, nothing about his pancakes. So, options. Shall we just choose one and go, Grancis? Do you know oh, where to go? Uh, and your pancakes are delicious. Thank you. Uh, everybody loves them, uh, especially down here. When they're, when they're cooked up with tiny imps and little bits of fairy We don't wings. have time for this. Right, yeah. No, let's go this way. And he just starts running off down towards the hallway. Hustle. Uh, you hear the sound, lumbering footsteps hit the ground and every, you know, the, everything shakes around you. You hear uh, these growling and snarling calls coming from down in different ways and you're following Grancis. And you see up ahead in the in the hallway that he's running towards is there's a dim light down at the end of this long corridor. Is it a shimmering light? It is a dim shimmering light. So up ahead in the distance we saw a shimmering, a shimmering light? light? Yeah. Okay. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Well, it depends. Is what a good thing or a bad thing? The light we're running toward. Oh, well, that means you can see a little better. It's probably pretty good. I don't know how to respond to that. You continue forward. <laughs> you continue forward until the light begins to uh, become bright enough to see the hallway well enough around you. When it is, it is, it appears to be like rib cages, all strung together. You can see through them, and there are what look like decaying organs on the insides of these walls. Thea, as you're running by, a hand shoots out towards you. 
I want to instinctively, like, just karate chop at it. Ah. Like a sanity sanity check before you try and karate chop. Oh, I would, I'm going to roll for karate chop. Oh, okay. Twelve. Well, you don't stumble back, and yeah, you you can you can karate chop at it. Yeah, I want to chop yeah. at it. I don't want to just grab me. So sure. it's like, yeah, it yeah. shoots out towards you. You chop it back, and it falls to the ground, and it begins like moving its fingers and crawling towards you, dragging this long stump. You make it down this hallway as more of these arms are shooting out, and behind them you see these faces, like these gaunt, ghoulish faces. Just don't, just don't look at them. Uh, everybody keep your eyes forward and we'll make it towards this light and maybe, just maybe, Jared will be there. Uh, why, why shouldn't we look at them? Well, if you look at them, then they can control you and then you get stuck in the hallway and then they absorb you into the hallway. Oh. Naturally. 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 Keep your eyes down, you guys. Guacamole, don't look at them. You're tearing forward as these arms are shooting out towards you. You hear the call of the Tarrasque echoing behind you. And you make it to this lantern, a singular lantern that's giving off this light that it, it seems too dim to be giving off the light that you've been following. And standing beneath the lantern is this figure who you can't quite make out until you come closer. It could be this cat-like figure, or a pineapple, or a giant blueberry. It's almost like it can't find its shape until you come close enough, and then it's this small man. Looks like a human, who's wearing just shorts above the knees and suspenders in this tan collared shirt and he looks up at you and he says, Grancis, you're not supposed to be out right now. Oh, sorry. Oh. Uh, which way should I go? Well, it's probably time to put you back in your crate here. Uh, we're gonna... Uh, you got some friends too. Great. Alright, everybody come along with me. I'm Jared. I'll be your I'll be your guide through through this... this mm, uh, we didn't have you scheduled. That's fine. Well, I'll be your guide and just get you back to where you belong. Everybody come along. He begins to walk off down to the left. Thank you, Jared. That's so kind of you. Come on, you guys. Let's go. Oh, don't say anything about it. All right. Uh, we're going to walk along here. Uh, everybody keep your hands and arms inside the vehicle at all times. And just watch out for the falling. Everybody make a dexterity saving throw. Well, Thea rolled an eight. Ooh, 18. <laughs> Night Hunter rolled roll a nine. Crushing it, Amy. <laughs> mm -hmm. And oh, well, Guacamole rolled a seventeen. The Night Hunter sandbags fall down. Everybody, sandbags fall down, but they specifically hit the two of you on the head. You're gonna take five bludgeoning damage as you, as like you feel your neck compress as they hit you. As I said, watch out for them. Ow! Oh my God, that's unsafe. Well, that why are there sandbags? Good question. Uh, it's to keep people uh, from, you know, uh, getting too far. Some of them, they just start to drift away at this point. So they can grab a sandbag and it weighs them down. And by grab, I mean be spinally compressed. <laughs> Noted. 
All right, so we got, uh, as you've seen here, is this some of your first times down in the abyss? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Great, 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 great. Uh, uh, I'm Jared, like I said. Uh, so on the left here, we've got the big big baddies. Uh, you don't want to go down there too often if you mix up with them. Uh, well, when they kill you, they kill you. And uh, mm, we're not ready for that yet, are we? Big baddies, like, they are bad prisoners down here. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. They are also trapped. They are trapped here, yes, yes. Oh, uh, Orcus okay. has said that, uh, you know, we don't want uh, Demogorgon out anymore, so he managed to get him uh, all locked away, and there's some big beasts that haven't yet turned uh, you know, into undead. So th- we keep them all down there. Uh, up into the right, we've got the traitors, uh, traitors to Orcus. Uh, those who have followed him and then been turncoated. Uh, they all live down there. And up here is where we keep uh, our Grancises. Grancises? Yeah, multiple. Plural? Yeah, that's Ma- where. Many Grancis. Many Grancis. Uh, yeah, yeah. Say Grancises, uh, Grancis. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's where they all end up. What? Why? Uh, well, because uh, we found Grancis is. Uh, they are uh, travelers, uh, and we uh, like to keep them all in one place uh, because they are dangerous to, well, Orcus. So we're going to get Grancis back here and then, uh, you know, wherever you want to be. So Grancis, come along. Come along. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. Uh, back in back in the prison. Here we go. <laughs> and Grancis nice. is following him. You just wait out here, okay? Uh-huh. Yep, for sure. Uh, he leads Grancis through this door. You open it, and you hear inside. <sighs> oh, I know those sleepy sounds anywhere. Okay, uh, he's gone. We should definitely go back to the traitors. Yes? And then maybe Demogorgon. That sounds like fun. We want big beasts. Yeah, I don't know about the big beasts, but yeah, probably the traitors would be good. Yeah, let's Let's go. All of you uh, begin to move, and you trip and fall on your face, and you hear this rattling chain sound. You look down, and you are anchored to the ground. Are you fucking kidding? Middle! There it is. is. That was it. Wow. That was it. What we removed was the eight minutes of struggling to think of what music was before we screamed middle. Welcome to it, everybody! <laughs> you made it. You made it. You did. You're here. How you liking this episode? We can't uh, listen to your answers, but do scream it aloud wherever you are. Yeah, scream at the person beside you that you are loving this episode right now. God, I hope someone's on a bus. Maybe record it and send it well, to that'd us. Be fun. That could be fun. I'd like to yeah. see that. This is our social media takeover where we scare people in public. <laughs> <laughs> I approve. Yes. Let's get aggressive. Why did you do that? Well, it's because the podcast people told they, me to. They said, and then I did it. If you don't do that, though, you should come join us at our live show. Patrons get exclusive access and invites uh, to a live improv show that we're throwing at the end of June. Ooh, and it's going to be so good because Kyle Classett's going to be there. Yes. Regular cast member Kyle Classett? Regular, yeah, regular cast, cast member <laughs> Kyle Classett is going to be there, and he's a hoot. Um, and our patrons are a hoot. Thank God, right? Because yeah. we can just oh, let no. them carry us the whole time, and it's amazing. Thanks, guys. It is, it is like being at an improv because we do not, we don't do anything beforehand, and we just... 
really rely on everyone just throwing out things in the chat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's fantastic. We just rely on where the uh, jokes gods kind of take us, you know, in the mm-hmm. moment. Yeah. Could get really scary. Yep. Could get could get weird. I mean, I mean almost certainly it's going to get like weird. 99.9999999 weird. Yeah. So get weird with us. Get weird with us. Varying degrees of weird. And you should come join us at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. June 27th is the date of the live show. As mentioned, Kyle will be there and it's going to be a blast. All of us will be there too. Tom, who's sitting quietly in the corner, refusing yeah. to speak right now. He's just now. staring at us like quite He's intently not, yeah. right now. Come on, Tom. Like, say something. Blink twice if you've been kidnapped or something. Yeah, no, he's 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 fine. I actually, oh, it's a cardboard cutout that he's. Yeah, oh, I, was gonna say, I haven't seen him blinking. Yeah. Okay, minutes. that makes more sense. So what you can do is go to Patreon.com/slash/DumbDragonCast, and then Tom will remove the cardboard cutout and come join us for all of the following recordings. But it's dependent upon <laughs> you joining us. That Tom returns hmm. to the show. Bring Don't, back Tom. Yeah. Bring, bring back, back Tom. Tom. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag hashtag Bring back Tom. Live show. June 27th. Okay, bye. Bye. Love you, bye. And we cut back to the Shire. And so you traveled through time to save the world. As I mentioned, it's been getting bad here. Like things, right after you left, it started to kind of turn and it was hard to grow crops and and hard to keep hard to keep people healthy. We've lost several people in the last few months. Yeah, it uh, it gets um, pretty bad all over. I don't, I don't want to spoil the future for you, but well, it gets um, no better than this. It's but, uh, yeah. it's it's a uh, mm, it it certainly gets worse. Great. So, but, like I said, we traveled in time so that we could, like, you know, save the world. So, it's probably going to be fine for you. Yeah, no, you're here to save, here to save everybody. It sounds like, sounds like you really have it all under control. Yeah, yeah, we definitely uh, have a a really great crew um, and everything is totally under control. Um, (laughs) It, it, it. <clears throat> yeah, except um, I um, I wonder if um, Maeve the healer is uh, still around because my 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 friend Varnox, you may have noticed he has sort of a fresh wound. That arm kind of just came off, and I'm pretty beat. We could we yeah, would yeah, uh, yeah. really really love to kind of. Get get back in uh, fighting shape, because I uh, I think we have to go back kind of right away, right? Right, Varnox. Uh, yes. To to be honest, I I think it's the I think it's the right thing to do. Got a real you got a real stick on that word there, don't you? It's it's a hard yeah, one. Yeah, no, yeah. Well, you come back after you're done saving the world. We can help you with those R's. Appreciate it. Yeah, I actually used to have um, a little bit of a stammer, but uh, she she helped me with that. So, um, yeah. But if you could, I think, and I'm sort of 
obviously, you know, looking significantly at Varnox, like, okay, obviously things are already going terribly. So <laughs> is there any way anyone here could uh, help us just scoot back to the abyss real quick or? What do you mean scoot back to the abyss? Like, just like, you know, the train has been out for a little while. But no, that's a joke. That's a joke. Trains don't exist in this world. I was about to say they're actually boats. Yeah, uh, I, yeah no, that's fair. <laughs> uh, it's a little in joke, uh, you know, <laughs> a ribbon. Oh. Uh, yeah. Well, let's go see Maeve, uh, and then, and then we can see what the sh- what's the shaman's name? Shaman, shaman, Hesis Saddlepoddle. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I like it the is. difference between characters I name and characters Russ names. <laughs> <laughs> Maeve Hesse One Saddle Poddle. <laughs> One's reasonable. <laughs> A saddle poddle. Ah, yeah. uh, yes. I will will not give people normal names. Uh, yeah, let's head down to the let's head down to the pool and and we'll we'll get Maeve to to heal you up and and then we'll go talk to Hessis and see about getting you back to the abyss. I guess. Yeah, and Lipsinki, if anything goes awry, I, I I was learning how to create a portal to the abyss that oh. I was supposed to use in Blackpool. So uh, oh. maybe I can cobble something together with this shaman if they don't have a direct line. Oh, I mean, uh, of course. Of course you were getting all ready for Blackpool. And mm. re- yeah. Timelines are confusing. Honestly, I still feel like I've known you for much longer than I've known the you that you are. Right. Yeah. You two talk funny. And uh, Maeve <laughs> begins to walk <laughs> out of the room <laughs> and you should follow her down to the pool and as you enter, pick up kind of mid-conversation. So are portals one-armed rituals or two-armed rituals? Uh, well, um, it's more like multiple bodies rituals. Oh, so multiple arms. Yeah. You could use multiple arms if you have enough to equate to the weight of uh, five human adults. All mm. arms, as long as it equals out, I, you know, I think it works that way. I don't know. I didn't. I. I, I only finished the 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 primer. Well, if you're looking for weekend work, we're always looking for people to come teach different things on the weekends. Uh, sometimes an evening class. Uh, you know, just yeah, yeah. long longevity, long term thinking. You know, looking for a different career. Yeah. We could have you. I, I could stick around and give you a hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good one. Uh, you know, maybe we send you to the artificer. See if I don't know how long you got to stick around, but uh, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, you enter the healing pool, which is down a subterranean area that uh, Maeve has led you down. Lipsinky, you know it well. But as you enter, um, there are several people who are looking ill. The sound of coughing and um, people huddled near the pool and under blankets. The the shimmer isn't there anymore. Hmm. Not as much. There's still a glimmer of shimmer, but not the shimmer that you remember sometime before. The shimmer's a bit dimmer. The shimmer's a bit dimmer. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Exactly. 
you see Maeve running around from person to person. Uh, and um, Johanna calls them over and says, uh, Maeve, Maeve, uh, when you got a second here, uh, Lipsinki's back and she brought a friend and they need, need a little healing because they're going to save the world. Yeah, just one second. And after a moment, she comes over and she gets the full rundown. It's like, okay. Um, so the pool hasn't been healing the best. I've been kind of sparing it a little bit, but if this, if this is true and you're going to go see Hestis after and save the world, uh, I mean, climb in. The water is okay. It's not going to make you sicker or anything. Um, Lipsinki, this is your people's pool. Um, you should if you need to, um, but your people seem to need this. And if missing an arm is the weight I have to bear, then so be it. Uh, oh yeah, it's not going to give you your arm back there. I wouldn't assume so, otherwise I, I feel fine. I, what? Do you mind if I try something on one of your patients? I oh, please, are you a healer? seem to have some ability. Uh, slightly, kind of. You know, mostly fighting, but I, I have a way. Maven, Johanna kind of huddle back. He's like, he's going to teach a weekend class, too. <laughs> I just give him a, a thumbs up and a wry smile, and I walk over to the nearest uh, sick-looking sick person, and I just uh, I use... I use lay on hands, and I'm going to expend 5 HP to cure a disease or neutralize a poison. You walk over to a person, and they are they're coughing, and they're hesitant to see you walk over, but they're reassured by Johanna and Maeve around you. Energy from your body transfers into theirs, and you see the color begin to come back into their body and lights up their cheeks, and their coughing slows, and... They look up to you and say, thank, thank you. I think I, I think I'm feeling better. Whether this is permanent remains to be seen. Hopefully, uh, your health remains. Maeve behind you says, How, you, you can't do that for everybody. You know that, right? I know. I just wanted to make sure if things come down to it, I could come back and help in some way, shape, or form. Or, say, Maeve, if you fall ill, this town needs you to keep doing what you're doing. And uh, if I can keep you doing that, then I will. Okay. Um, While I'm here. Well, uh, Lipsinki, uh, you, you look like you need some assistance. Yeah, I know. I, uh, 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 two, two things. I, I am looking quite rough and feeling quite rough, so I am gonna have oh dear, to you take look, a little dip in the pool great. but you look great no but i should you know time travel and so i'm actually 10 years I, this isn't all um and it doesn't matter i'm just being vain i always kind of had a crush on you Maeve. anyway it doesn't matter i'm just gonna <gasps> wow. and i'm gonna enter the pool if not now if not tell Maeve now you have a crush on her when mm-hmm Maeve is, is startled, but uh, but not thrown from her her jo- her role in this manner. She's a real She's a pro. pro. She's you know, happens every day. <laughs> Probably happens all the time. A lot of transference with the healer. Yeah. Uh, yep. She climbs in with you, and 
lays you back in the water. And uh, Varnox and everybody else watching around, you see Maeve begin to um, swirl the water around Lipsinki, and it's like lapping up on the side of her body, and uh, the, the light that is emanating from the pool, you see it absorbing into her. It's getting dimmer in the pool, and Lipsinki's wounds are healing, and, and the dried blood around is washing away, and underneath the cuts and, and bruises are washing away with them. After a moment in the pool, Maeve corrects you. I think that's all that we can do. As you look down, the pool's gone dark. If what you say is true and you can go back, hopefully Hesses can help. You need to do what you can to fix this because we're just slowly eking it away. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, and thank you. And also, I'm sorry. And it, no, I no. mean, look at all these people needed it. And uh, I, I feel very, uh, very selfish for, for taking you, what, what you could you give. You disappeared in the night. We were terrified that something had happened to you. You came back and you're different now. You're, you're not the same as you were when you left. You were, you were scared and you were troubled and we wanted to help you, but we, we, it, nothing we could do seemed to help you. It seems that you've helped yourself in whatever you have done over the last 10 years, you say. And I hope that that and your friend, who's so kind with his time and efforts we will hope and pray that you can bring the light back to the village yeah i mean we're going to we're going to do absolutely everything we can and i mean odds are we'll probably save the world right can't can't be that hard we've got like quite a few people helping, so... We already survived round one. That's, yes. You're so right. So, yeah, I don't... I can't stand to see Little Leaf looking like this, so we're gonna do our best. Darn tootin'. Darn tootin'. I do swear and Little Leaf doesn't seem like the place to blast off obscenities. Let it fly. You know, we've all been through... We've all been through a lot there, dear. And, uh... If you've got to let it out, you let it out. I'll keep that in mind for future exuberant outcries. Save the world, though, and you come back and everything's fine. No, you got to lock that down. But right now, right now. Well, shit. Know, yeah. Oh, see, there you go. <laughs> see, that's okay. We're still in the clear. I'll get my one in. Uh, Maeve gives you a hug in the pool. We cut back down to the abyss. Uh, you all hit the ground as you look back and there you're shackled to the space that you were in and the door opens where Jared had led Grancis in and says, where do you think you're going? No, 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 no. You gotta go see the big boss. What big boss is this? Demogorgon? 
That's... No, Demogorgon's not the boss here. It was the boss a little further down, but then uh, Orcus got a little bit more power and was like, hey, Demogorgon, come on in. Is he and... making fun of my voice? What is I mean, it's, in... it's entirely possible. It's very rude. The chains begin to pull at your leg. And you see them being pulled into the ground with you attached to them. Night Hunter wants to, like, pull back, like, strength test this bitch. Okay. Roll a strength, roll a strength test. Come on. How about a 28? How about a 28? How about it? What do How you say to it? that? I say legendary resistance of Orcus's whole everything. <gasps> oh, no. Legendary chain resistance. Right. Oh, sure. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you pull back and you slow the, 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 the suction of this chain into the ground. Everybody else is, and by everybody else, I mean Bort and Guacamole at this point. Or Thea there, too, right? Yeah. Bort and Thea and Guacamole are all still be pulling being pulled down and the space around the chain begins to open up around them. Um, Night Hunter, you're pulling and then the ground where your feet are begins to open up and your feet are on either side of this cavern that is opening up below you. And you see this, this chain as everybody else is not doing anything and falling down into it. Uh, you're straddling this and Jared's looking at you. He's like, why are you fighting? All your friends are down there. You just want to stay here by yourself? It is the principle of the thing. Okay. I'm sorry if I made fun of your voice. It was not my intent. It was very hurtful. I'm, I, I apologize. Uh, would you like to go down or would you like to stay here? I could find you a nice place to rest. Uh, we have... Uh, Can you put uh, me in with Grancis's? Can I put Multiple grancises sounds terrifying, and I just feel like I have to see. Uh, sure, 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 sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, come on in. And he opens the door, and like the chain that was in the ground, you feel it suddenly loose and is now in his hand. He's like, "Come on, yeah, come along." Sorry, I'll try not to trip you. I'll walk just a little slow. Uh, and you enter, and there are how many do we how want? How many do we want, Rez? Probably lots. Oh. There could be so many. I would many. think lots. Probably like, I don't know, 100 at least. 100? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fuck. Well, I mean, this is hell. So just picturing the worst thing I could possibly imagine. Uh, there are rows and rows that extend down this long crypt before you of cells. And you hear the calls and the snores and the cries and the hollers of multiple grances. As well, uh, we've got yours right down at the end here. You begin walking past all these cells and they're in various states. Some of them are sleeping, some of them are hanged, some of them are spread end to end. Some of them uh, appear in pieces in different areas. Some of them are just sitting huddled in the middle of this cell rocking back and forth. One is making pancakes, but inside of the pancakes are uh, blistering eyeballs that are crawling out of those eyeballs are tiny grances. 
It says right here, down at the end. Yeah, uh, I won't take you too much farther. There's many more happening. Yeah, I've got the steamroller coming up in just a little bit, but we'll get you in here. Uh, I'll turn off the Grants' settings. So just until you're initiated, we don't want to just throw you right in. He's been here for quite some time. So uh, in you go. Thank you. This is sufficiently terrifying. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like you are having the time of your life. You know, uh, I never thought that it would be like this. It's different. Yeah. No, I'll take your weapon, please. Oh, no. I. You know what? It means so much to me. And here in Abyss, I, I cannot use it, yes? Ah, true. In you go. She goes in. She's a little crazy at this point, though, yeah. guys. I'd like to remind you. She's yep. lost many yep. sanity points. So... All right. Uh, yeah. yeah uh, you enter. Uh, the chain looses. And the door slams shut behind you. And in this cell is a singular cot that is made nice and proper. There is a bucket in the corner. And... There are bars that appear to be windows, but you look out them and there is nothing but the blackness of the abyssal void. Make a sanity roll. There ain't much left to lose, folks. I'm really hoping for a night hunter uh, union leader for the Grand Sai. we need to organize Um, my sanity is 6 but then it also says minus 30 yeah that's how many you lost Uh, so you're going to lose another uh, 30 sanity oh wow I'm at minus 60 sanity Negative sanities by so many. As you look out into this void and hear the the droning, monotonous sound of Grancis' voice echoing behind you, coming from all directions, you are lost in this conscious state. You go, you're like pulled into yourself at this moment and you're standing in this black, empty space. The walls around you are gone. You don't have your weapons. You are alone. Everything goes silent. Now the night hunts you. (laughs) 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 Mistakes were made. There's echoing, thundering, running footsteps as the door to his stronghold bursts open and the door like falls off of his hinges and he's crashing down this hallway, tearing towards the main chamber. And in that chamber, we see Shangalar kind of just brushing his nails. Like, how's things going? Oh, it looks bad. Looks bad. Yeah. Uh, where's Barna? <sighs> on it! On it! And Shangalar zips off. And as he looks into this flame at the center of his throne room, we see an image of Toriel come into view. And like the sounds of these gears in the background begin to churn. <laughs> Thank you.
Dungeons and Dragons, Season 2, Episode 149, starring Amy Moore as Thea and Night Hunter, Carla Maxted as Lipsinki, Tom Laird as Flint, with Kyle Classett as Varanox, Peter Joseph Lewis as Orcus, and Russ Moore as your Dungeon Master. Dialogue editing by Carla Maxted, and sound design by Russ Moore. This episode featured music from Epidemic Sound and Artlist, and sound effects from Epidemic Sound, Boom Library, and Sound Ideas. And a huge thank you to our supporting producers, Gabriel Lynch, Jessica Babiak, Cat Waterflame, Jacob Madden, Christian Brown, Craig Zeiss, Perry Mady, Ongeron Kiersen, L.A. Branton, Nathaniel Teeter, Destiny, and Old School Gamer D. Like what we do? Support the productions that we put together, like Dungeons & Dragons and Facing Fate, and get countless hours of amazing bonus content at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. We hope to see you over there. That's it for now. Have a great week. We'll talk to you soon. Uh, I put a question into the chat. Tom doesn't know. Does I anybody remember the know. Puzzle Master from the Grants' Flamekins episode? If I not, know we'll that I took it. notes, like, because we planned yeah. it together. But I don't know where those went. I know I said something and you guys were like, well, it's not this anymore. Uh, but anyways, doesn't matter. Just I, say name and then we'll yeah, figure it out. Well, you can't do that for an entire episode. Hey, I'm name. All right, name. How often are they going to say their name, really? <laughs> At least. Well, knowing you guys, in. you'd say it all the time. That's because true. Because I said name. Oh, <laughs> uh, I think Kyle got it. Gulber? I think it's Gulber Florbelson. Yeah. Florbelson. <laughs> <laughs> Swinted to hear y'all say it. Uh, of course, we come back to you. When yesterday. was that? Um, uh, around episode 102. Uh, Great. Yeah. It was a while ago. That's okay. Don't worry about it. There is a you, you're okay. Whipping is it like Trevor? It's something stupid. Yeah, like I think that. I was like, is it like Dan? I'm just gonna look to see. Is if it I can Jared? I think you wanted it to be Jared, but I said something it different. Oh, Jared. that's right, because you said something, and then I was like, well, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is on you. All right. Yeah, I know. It's all you. Yeah. All good. Uh, Kyle. No, it wasn't Kyle. Uh, no. no, that's too good of that's a name. That's too good of a name. Right. Yeah, <laughs> that's just not on brand. We need names like <laughs> Johanna Rabble Bible. Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Meet Pia Casely, a journalist with a nose for a good story. Do you know who the last person to interview Julie Capsum was? Me. Meet Brenda Bentley, a dogged detective with a case she can't let go. Nobody came closer than I did, and that's why I was kicked off the force. Together, they solve the cold cases no one else can. That's when things got weird. And we haven't even gotten to the torso yet. If they don't kill each other first, that is. Well, you've got another thing coming. You know, I think it's you've got another thing coming. Or perhaps there's something else between them. Well, if the feeling's mutual, call it a mutual feeling. Arden, a podcast about crime, romance, and everything else. Season 1 and 2 now available. Brought to you by Wayface Industries. The good people. <laughs>